I got one question before you guys before we dive into today's video. With the NFL trade deadline a couple weeks away on Halloween, should the Vikings be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline? Give me a B for buy or give me an S for sell. My answer coming up in a second. So right now, as it stands, the Vikings have a 29% chance to make the playoffs this season, which was way higher than I thought it would be. Obviously, when you start one and four, you would typically think you got a less than 5% chance to make the playoffs. But with the way the NFC has kind of shaped out so far, the Vikings do have a 29% chance to make the playoffs. So I got to this conclusion. Let's be buyers. Why not? Even though this team has struggled throughout the first five weeks with turnovers, you know, drop passage was actually funny enough. With how good this Vikings receiving core and their tight end group, are, group is, they actually lead the league in drops, and they lead the league in turnovers. So I'm in the camp. Let's be buyers, and let's go be aggressive and maybe try to make a run this season because I don't think it's lost just yet. But coming up on today's show, we're going to be going over the latest Vikings injury news around Marcus Davenport. And then speaking of the Vikings being buyers, I got four players that the Vikings could potentially trade for at the second half of today's show. So make sure you guys do stick around for that. There's one name on that list that I think a lot of you guys will enjoy. But let's kick it to Ian Rappaport here, who broke the news yesterday at around 8.20 p.m. Uh, standard time. He said Vikings pass rusher Marcus Davenport suffered a high ankle sprain in Sunday's win. Sources said after the MRI, those genuinely heavy recovery time of four to six weeks, making Davenport an injured reserve candidate. And I totally agree. But the Vikings did sign Davenport this offseason for a one-year $13 million deal. And he's been a complete disappointment. I mean, we knew injuries were a concern coming into the year with him. He was off the field pretty much all of the last two seasons with the uh, New Orleans Saints. But I think he's been a disappointment. But the thing that bothers me so much about this is when he has played, the talent has shown. Like, during that Carolina Panthers game, when we had the combination of him and Daniel Hunter, like, we actually saw the Vikings have a very solid pass rush. But if you take him out of the lineup, the Vikings are terrible because – before this Panthers game, PFF did have the Vikings edge group rated as dead last in the NFL. Coming out of that Panthers game, they actually ended up being top 28 in that category. But here, I mean, his stats versus the Panthers, four tackles, a sack, a TFL. He was great against the run during that game. And we really saw the explosiveness come from the Vikings edge group. But you know what that means? I think it means it's DJ Wanham time in Minnesota. This is a guy who's been kind of floating around that kind of breakout kind of like star or role player type of position with the Vikings. Could this be finally DJ Wanham's time to shine and rise to the level of expectation that we had for him when we drafted him? I think he's a tremendous player. Obviously, he's more of a pure pass rush specialist who's going to need to improve his run game, but now he's got a chance with Davenport going to be sidelined for at least four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. But coming up here in just a second, four players the Minnesota Vikings could trade for before the NFL trade deadline on Halloween, one name. I promise you there's one name that you guys are going to love. But first, I do want to give a huge shout-out to Prize Picks. If you guys have the prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use the promo code CLNS, you'll get a $100 deposit match on your first deposit. But it's Daily Fantasy made easy. All you do is pick two-plus players, choose more or less on their stat total, and you guys can win today. The lineup I'm rolling with, rolling with this weekend, I'm going to take Josh Allen, Tua, 
and Jalen Hurts. I'm going more on all of their passing yards. I think it's going to be a shootout in all of these games, so I'm going to ride, ride with the quarterbacks. Obviously, Tua leads the league in passing this year, so I'm going to go more for him, and I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a bounce-back game against Tua and the Dolphins on Sunday night. That's going to be a hell of a game, so make sure you guys get hooked up today, prizepicks.com slash CLNS, and use that promo code CLNS for a deposit match up to $100. Get hooked up today. It's awesome. It makes the games a ton of more fun to watch. I'll put that link for you guys in the description and the comments of today's video. But let's kick it to the number one trade target for the Minnesota Vikings. This is the big fella, Brian Burns, the edge from the Carolina Panthers. And hey, we're familiar with him because he was dominant when he played the Vikings earlier this season. And the Panthers, they're a terrible football team. They're probably going to be giving the Chicago Bears the number one overall pick in next year's NFL draft. So shout out to you, Carolina. Don't appreciate that at all. But listen, Brian Burns has been one of the best edge rushers over the last four seasons. And I think he is the best trade target available right now amongst any team, who, any name. I think Brian Burns, or obviously our very own Daniel Hunter, is a guy that a lot of teams are going to be calling about. However, the negative with Burns. This is where we kind of get into this kind of, should the Vikings be buyers or sellers? He would be expensive. And with the Vikings, with Kirk Cousins on a one-year deal, and with kind of there's a lot of talk about the Vikings possibly trading up for a quarterback in next year's draft, would it be worth it to kind of consolidate some trade compensation and go out and get a guy like Brian Burns? I don't know. I'd probably be against it. I would rather the Vikings keep that draft capital, potentially use it to move up for a quarterback next year because Kirk, listen, we don't know if he's going to be on this team next season. But Brian Burns, love him as a player, but for the price, I'd probably pass. Now kick it in the division here, Jalen Johnson. I know what you guys might be saying. No way the Bears send Jalen Johnson within the division. I probably agree with that. But we've seen Kwesi in his first year being the GM, actually. He made two or three interdivisional trades during that season. So that's definitely on the table. But this year, Jalen Johnson has been living up to the hype. I absolutely love Jalen Johnson, the way he plays football. Uh, 79 overall PFF grade coverage, 809 been a pretty consistent staple of the Bears defense over the past couple of seasons and he's a true definition of a lockdown corner and that's what this Vikings group needs I mean I thought Byron Murphy coming into the year was going to be that lockdown guy he just hasn't yet I mean he had a good game or a good week last week against uh, DJ Moore so got to give it up to him uh, in that regard but Keenan Allen killed him he just really hasn't been living up to the hype and obviously with now a Caleb Evans in and out of the lineup, Najee Thompson only really being a special teams guy, really going to roll out with Booth and Makai Blackman the rest of the season. That's why I say give me Jalen Johnson. It might cost you a second-round pick or even maybe a first to go get the corner because he's a young corner and corners are a, uh, you know, they're a valuable position in the NFL. But give me Jalen Johnson. I would want the Vikes to trade for him 100%, plus to just to rub it in the Bears fans a little bit. I mean, could you imagine if Jalen Johnson could pick off you know, maybe it's Drake May, Caleb Williams, Justin Fields, whoever it is in Chicago the next couple of seasons. I would take Jalen Johnson on my football team any day of the week. But this is the name that's interesting, and I want to mainly get your guys' thoughts on this. And this is Derrick Henry. Listen, we know Derrick Henry is one of the best running backs in the NFL. I mean, there's no way around it. Like, he has been dominant over the past couple of seasons in this league. He was the best running back for a good stretch in his NFL career. I mean, now... With the, Pan or with the Titans this season, he's still doing his thing. I mean, 425 yards, 4.3 yards per carry. Has definitely lost a step, but he would be by far the best running back out of the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, you guys know my opinion on Alexander Madison. He stinks. I'm a big fan of Ty Chandler. Uh, he just doesn't really get a lot of reps, so I don't really know what the coaching staff is missing there. But Cam Akers, I think he's been very solid. Obviously, you got C.J. Ham, the fullback, and Kene Wongwu, who uh, will be coming off IR, actually, this week. Um, 
you know, he's just a return specialist for the Vikes. But listen, I think overall with this Vikings running back group, I think Madison should be benched. And it's not even a big time shot at him. And I mean, it pretty much is. He was awful this so far this season. He's had drops. He struggled finding the end zone. And, you know, I'll tell you what, I want to know at the end of the year, his yards over expected. I want to see where he falls because I feel like he would be in the negative. He's been bad. I think it's time to bench him and just honestly don't play him anymore. I'd rather roll out Cam Akers, Ty Chandler. You know, I could have gotten on here and said, why aren't the Vikings giving Ty Chandler reps? I don't have an answer for that at all. Anytime he's gotten the football this season, he's looked explosive. I mean, they're running fake punts for him. So clearly they believe in his talent. But I would want Ty Chandler to be the lead back, him or Cam Akers. But I'll ask you guys, who should be the Vikings lead back? This could even be Derrick Henry if you want them to kind of trade for, you know, the king in Tennessee. Let me know, who should the Vikings lead back be this season or the rest of this season? Number four for another trade target for the Vikes is another edge rusher, Derek Barnett. We heard the reports coming out this offseason that he wants out of Philly just mainly because he's not getting a lot of reps there because the Eagles have a stacked defensive line. And my whole take with the edge department, more edges never hurt. You know, obviously with the Marcus Davenport heading to IR, we definitely do have a need there right now. And I think you could get, you know, Marcus Davenport or Mark, Mark, uh, not Marcus Davenport, Derek Barnett for maybe a mid to late round pick. Just add more weapons there. Listen, I don't think you could ever have too many edge rushers. We've seen it with past Super Bowl champions. They always trade for an edge at the trade deadline. So it's going to be curious to see what team that is this year. Maybe the Vikings try to strike while the iron's hot. You go on a little win streak here. Maybe they're thinking we could make a run in this year's playoffs. Because besides the Niners, the Vikings' next couple of games are incredibly easy. We'll kind of wrap up with this. Uh, you know, you do have the Falcons, Saints, Packers. Then you go like Bears, Raiders, Broncos. Like, those are six to seven games where I would be saying the Vikings should be favored in them. So maybe the Vikings want to get aggressive, make a run here at the end of the season. But obviously, it's going to wait and see. We got to wait and see what Quasi decides to do. But make sure you guys are subscribed because if they do make a move, we will have a video for you guys ASAP. So make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Stay in the loop. All Vikings news, rumors, even watch parties every single week. See you guys next time. Go Vikes.